All right, and welcome to the show. We are back for episode. Are we? At, is this ten? Did we make it to ten? Oh God, we we talked about this last week, and I we, forgot no, again. We made it to ten. I was asking oh, as a okay. question, yeah. but I, yes. it's ten. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh no, not again. Wait, ask us again. Ask us again. Did we make it to ten? Oh my God, we made it to ten. <laughs> we made it to ten. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, big occasion. We actually made it ten episodes deep. I feel like a lot of the like everybody and their brother made a podcast during yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. How many do you think made it to two episodes? And then, like... 20%. Yeah, like... A small amount. It's, it's the same issue we still have. from the people that made it to uh, two episodes, how many made it to ten? Probably the same cut-down factor. Yeah. I think we just keep going 20%, 20%, 20%. Yeah, and then probably the folks that make it to 50, then 100. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see when we uh, get cut. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, how's everybody's week been? Yeah, it's going. It's been good. Work. Anybody watching anything interesting? Reading anything? Honestly, I've just been painting and drawing mainly. I mean... I'm rewatching the same things over and over again. I've just been, uh, you know, watching D&D live streams. (laughs) (laughs) Three hour bits of content every day. Well, Q's our DM, so we're uh, expensing that as research. Yes, exactly. Uh, Whereas I've been restarting Criminal Minds for like the 10th time. I have not finished it. I'm on season six or eight. It's an even number around there. <laughs> the last season of Criminal Minds like came out two years ago and it's still not on Netflix. And I'm like, just give me the damn last season. Oh, really? It must be on a different service. Or they, there must the be something tied up. Why is not on... This is a really good beer. Yeah. Sorry, Cube provided me with a beer today. We're uh, drinking Automatic Pale Ale from Creature Comforts. Not sponsored, but if they want to sponsor... Cut the check. <laughs> you, you heard it here, Creature Comforts. Cut the say, check. As an artistic person, it's a beautiful can. It's got some really fun pastel colors on it. Yeah, it's got and, like some flamingos and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, a very, it's a nice summer beer. That's why you came here to the HBR show is for beer reviews. That's well, a segment coming later on. That will, that will definitely be... We're going to do a whole show on beer reviews. I can't I, wait. Like, I feel like that's upper alley enough that that can definitely be an... Like, beer and bevs. It's not a PBR show? Well... The PBR show. The PBR show. <laughs> that's got to be taken. If that's not taken... Lock it down. Check, copyright. Check out, see if that's a URL. Copyright, <laughs> uh, trademark, we, we take it no matter what. <laughs> if you beat us to it, you're stealing. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> but, uh... No, like, uh, we talked about a while back, branching off from more than just movies, but movies are just so damn easy to re- watch one re- and review it. Yeah. That uh, we haven't gotten around to it yet, but also, beer is also s- easy to sit around, drink, and review. Yeah, we also didn't sure really want to start anything like deep until we figured out how the whole podcast thing. Right. Got oh good my at god. It. The so peek behind the curtain with the early setbacks. I think we've ta- have we talked about it on the show before. Maybe. Uh, Shout engine completely ghosting us, and mm. we have not. No. Oh man. So first provider was Shout Engine, and first two to four episodes went up fine, and then. The next, like, three or four just never made oh, it yeah. uh, to publishing. And so we jumped over to Podbean, but then there was, like, a three-week downtime trying to get everything set up over there. Probably shouldn't have been that amount of time. Probably was, like, two hours of phone calls that I could have done on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I just, still two I hours of phone calls on yeah, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I, I drove my feet on it. If you're wondering why there's a gap in podcasting, or episodes and or weird numbering that'd be the reason why yes the the switch over mostly worked um, yes but every all the content is available now we have unlimited uh, all but the first first episode 
Yes. The, <laughs> the one from the Forgotten the episode. Ago, yeah. The SpongeBob secret episode. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... That was like an urban legend, wasn't it? Or was that like something that they did on the show? I have no idea. Do you, oh, you don't I know, know what, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I right? have no did idea. Did I Mandela effect like a secret episode you in my brain? <laughs> I feel like there was. I'm sure there is. This is, most popular shows probably was have it, some sort of like. Or am I just thinking of like Patrick and his box? It was like the super secret box that's in the box the whole time. Well, and maybe. Picture of SpongeBob with the crazy party. No, because I remember that too. Yeah. But I don't know if it was called like the secret something. Yeah, who knows? <sighs> All right. Write so, in, let us know. Yeah, write in, let us know, tweet at us. Tweet us. Yes. Um, well, and today's HPR show. This yep. week's been a little more hectic for us because we watched one movie, which we will not name. We'll save it, and then we had a special guest that was going to come join us in the show. Then they went out of town. So we're, aim- we're aiming to get her to be a recurring guest, but I, our hopes are not high. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yep. Uh, we'll wear her down. Part of, the, part of the crew, part of the ship. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah. Here's the thing. She watches half the movies with us, but then she just doesn't yeah. record. Yeah, she doesn't record. But, not uh, name name. She's out of town, and we didn't realize she was going out of town when we watched said movie, and then we were like, well, crap. We want her to be on this. Mm-hmm. We have to... Scramble and watch another one. Yep, so everybody watched the movie last night and yes. today before uh, doing this, so nobody's really had time to mull it over and think over points on it. I yep. finished it 20 minutes ago yes. <laughs> before we, driving over. So we'll be flying by the seat of our pants today. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it'll be good because we've all seen this movie probably a dozen times. Hopefully. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Because it's one of those movies that it's on cable all the time. And every time all it's time. on, you sit down to watch it. Yep. Exactly. It's not one of those movies like if it was on Netflix, you necessarily would pick to watch. But when it's on, you're going to sit and watch the whole thing. Yes, I'd agree with that. Yeah. The amount of times I've napped through. This has got kind of got... <laughs> it's got like good color palettes and it's not got like crazy quiet scenes or disparity of loudness to yeah. action scenes. Disparity of loudness is not... Like shocking, yeah. so you can sleep through it pretty well. <laughs> That's a great, great review for this movie. Before oh, we no. say anything, is I've napped this so many times. Dark, great dark, one to sleep. The through. Dark Knight, another great nap oh movie. Oh my god! I, I think, agree with that because like the color palette is it, so like it's color terrible. Right. Well, no, it's a phenomenal movie. It's yeah, yeah, iconic it's, and one of the best acting jobs by any actor ever done. It's in my top but five totally pantheon, but yeah. When you've seen it so many times and you just want to put a movie on late at night that you enjoy, oh but like... I don't have that luxury. I cannot sleep through movies. There was a whole two-month stretch of college where I would come home after the bars, click on a movie, and pass out. And that's a two-month, I'm at two-year. Um... <laughs> And I looked up, and I, like, this is when... This is a cry for help. <laughs> this is when Amazon showed you, or you can look at your view count for movies you owned. And I had, like, 270 watches of The Dark Knight. Probably seen it 20 times. <laughs> and that's still sliced up. Yeah. Like, I would fast forward 10, 10 15 minutes in past the, uh, that initial scene that's so jarring to, like, just some... Yeah. Like Michael Caine's soothing voice talking it's like, out oh, like a light. <laughs> <laughs> Accomplice. I'm saying the whole thing was your idea. <laughs> so, anyways, the movie we reviewed. So get this, to the movie we watched. Yes, yes. The, the movie we reviewed this week today uh, was X Men First Class, and I'm kind of. I love this movie. I'm glad we're reviewing it. Kind of wish we had more prep on it because when I was watching it, I was like, "There's a lot to unpack here," and I kind of feel like I'm doing a disservice to you guys. Not having my thoughts in better order. Yeah. Well, if this you, will be a very interesting episode because who knows? Maybe it turns out 
because we don't have that many notes to follow and we're just going by the suit of our pants, it's just more fresh and out there and more on We tried that take. with Underworld and it did not go well. But that's, that's because Underworld true. and not, most of us hadn't seen it a bunch of times. We've seen this movie a bunch of that's times. That's a good point. Uh, I also, just by sheer luck, for me, uh, one of the movie review kind of uh, video essay people I watch put out a video literally yesterday uh, <laughs> so on covering this movie. So I have read, some read points. the notes. Yep. <laughs> uh, full oh. fat videos, just a little plug there. They got a great little video essay on it. Full fat well, videos? Full fat videos. All right, yeah. cut the check. Exactly. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. I will say, I do remember when this movie came out, and I was, as a thespian person myself, I have the absolute, absolute most love for Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen. Like, their friendship oh is God, on yes. par. First of all, them and any play together. There's literally, they did a play in London. I was there in London, and I didn't get to see it. And it was literally them getting, playing writers who had passed their prime, getting drunk on stage, just the two of them. And I am very upset I missed this. It sounds like the outtakes from all the other X-Men, like, the literally. first three X-Men But their movies. friendship... But they figured out a way to get paid for it twice. Yeah. Right? But because of, they have such a deep... I respect the shit out of. ...deep friendship that's been going on for years... It makes Magneto and Charles Xavier so much better because they oh, have such a weird such friendship a bond in front of me thing. If you look at the first X-Men movie, they, they meet in a hall at one point and like, I don't think I've ever seen two characters that you see on screen together for like 16 lines in a movie feel more like they have a history. No. They both just have a presence. Or, they, they own it. They, yeah. And they own the characters, too. I don't know which X-Men movie it is, but there's one where Magneto's in jail and Charles comes and they're just playing chess and talking. Two, two. Thank yeah. you. Um, but they're just playing chess or and talking, three. and that shows... Uh, I, don't I don't think, think it's three. It's two. I don't think it's three. I'm pretty sure it's two. Maybe. I, don't <laughs> know. I, I haven't seen the original three in so long. Yeah. The point is, that scene, it again, solidifies the friendship and the bond that they have even if they're on because they have the same core they both want the same thing they just, they just have, take it on very yeah. ends of the spectrum and this this movie first class kind of really sets that up it really like shows you they have the same goal just mm -hmm. different paths of getting there i mean and the goals are they start to sway a little bit i just yeah. i can't believe they got ian mccullen and patrick stewart filmed so young for this one <laughs> <laughs> um God, and I think they down. picked some really good <laughs> actors to take over because you have James McAvoy, who, I mean, if you've not seen Split, his acting oh, in that is crap. ridiculous. Right? Love him. I mean, Michael also, Fassbender as well. I gotta just yeah. say real quick, if you've Fassbender seen Split, is maybe one of my all-time favorite actors. Yeah. But I gotta Continue. say real quick, but poor James McAvoy's talked about this. He goes after doing so many X-Men movie, and then after doing Split, he's like, I'm surprised my hair's even grown back. I've had to shave it off so many times. Honestly, <laughs> not a bad point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, buddy, but um. But yeah, oh, also, like, the review that kids have watched suggested Michael Fassbender as the next James Bond. I'm like, yeah. ooh. I'm about this. Ooh. It, this was thrown out a couple years I mean, ago. I mean, we always think of, like, movie. Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, Tom yeah. Hilson have been thrown out there. And I've been like, yeah, they'd be good, but I still don't. It doesn't hit Bond. Mm. But Michael Fassbender, I'm like, oh. Michael Fassbender can oh. own that role. For sure, yeah. I think. Easily. I mean, in this he's movie, they, they set him up as that, in a sense. He's, he's Michael Fass Fassbender, James Bond, going to kill Nazis. The issue, and I love Michael Fassbender, but, uh, and this is not a knock against him, but he's been in bad movies. Mm -hmm. Not bad because of him. He's been a great actor in them. Assassin's Creed. Yep. That was. But he was also great in Glorious Bastards. Yep. Mm hmm. Which Holy they had another shit, bar scene. I forget that he was in there. The bar scene in this as well. Mm -hmm. He's great in bar scenes. 
Yeah, Michael Fassbender, great in bar, great for bar scenes. Um, he's great at destroying bars. But again, yes. I will say, even in the crappy movies he's been in, he's done a really great job with what he's given. Right, that's that's what I was trying ball. to say. Is like yeah. the reason he probably wouldn't get something like Bond is because those things were are on his credit. But I don't know. Look at Army Ander. He had some really crappy things on his resume. And then they gave him Call Me by Your Name, and he was up for an Oscar. I think that's I haven't either but I think that's a little different um, from the James Bond I get I get your point for sure um, I think they might because they've all been very commercial movies and that was a very more like artsy movie right but still for they the know certain movies are going to be up for the Oscars before they or, film them yeah. it's, I mean it's Oscar bait yes yeah yeah there are certainly Oscar bait movies um, that definitely was one of them but it definitely was also like this will be Oscar bait, but it wasn't going to topple Avengers. Yeah. Of course not. But I will <laughs> say Michael Fassbender is a well-known actor, a well-known name who has a strong fan base. People would still come to see him, I feel like, Oh shit. as he, James Bond. I think they would still risk that casting. That's, well, here, here's what that casting is. That's like, that's like Dodge coming out with the Hellcat. Everybody's like, that's not a safe bet. Why did you make a 600-horsepower car? Like... Who's going to buy this? And then people flock to buy it because Dodge, for a split second, understand what, understood what yep. the consumer wanted. It's a stroke of genius, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. this like, is a thing. Michael Fassbender would be like the – everybody would hear it, and like the critics might go, oh, I'm not sure this is a good idea, but the theaters would get packed out because yeah. fans and enthusiasts of movies would look at it and go, holy shit, this is the yeah. casting that needed to happen. And honestly, if I could cast the next James Bond, I mean, I'd put Idris Elba as the Bond villain. He'd be phenomenal. Oh, oh man, I almost don't want to waste him as a villain because yeah. I think him as like the first black James Bond would be pretty. I, outstanding. I prefer Michael B. Jordan, honestly. Michael B. Jordan, because Bond is supposed to be slight. He's not supposed to be a super um, manly kind of guy. Have He's you seen Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, He's Jordan's not as pretty big though. Big. He has a. It's the body frame. He's still really fit, but he has a slimmer frame than Adrian. The Bond. man's a triangle from the waist to his shoulders. <laughs> Like, is, I would still prefer him. Have, like, you seen, have you seen Creed? He's a monster. I Creed, but I still think he, after seeing him in um, Black Panther, I think he has more swag that Bond has, where Idris Elba's just man power. Uh, He's a I don't know if I, I, don't know if I, I don't know. necessarily agree with that. Pers- I, get, I again, get your point. This is my I, personal opinion. Yes. I would prefer and that. And I'm attacking it. <laughs> and that is, okay, I will defend it to a G. I, I, Which is I why get I would points. prefer Tom Hiddleston over Tom Hardy in it, just uh, because I, I don't think Tom Hardy is the right... I think Tom Hardy would make a great He would make a villain. phenomenal villain. Holy yeah. crap. He would make a phenomenal villain. Just put, like the, you know, the like, eccentric tinker almost. Yeah. I, I think mean, we Venom be the, be the villain in this, but he's not really a villain, and just have it go back and just have him all confused. I feel like just a lot of... T- this is totally... We're not even talking about the movie here, but anyways... No, uh, no this, is, this is what people come to podcast This is riffing, yes. riffing. But uh, Tom Hardy, I feel like, is really great in movies, and his best-known movies are the ones where he barely speaks or he speaks really weird. Mm-hmm. Bane. Bane, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, Inception. Does he speak in that movie? He might. I yep. forgot. He, all he makes is innuendo jokes at uh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, pretty much. Exactly. Yes. And then he's, he's got you the gotta weird... you got to think larger, my dear, and he comes out with a grenade launcher. And he just has that weird accent in uh, Venom. I mean, like... Taboo. Ooh. I haven't seen him in it. I but watched Hotel good. I watched Artemis a, recently. A Sterling K. Brown would be a very interesting Bond, in my opinion. Sorry. I've not seen Hotel Artemis, and that really name good. Just, uh, jumped up in my mind. Uh, it's really good. 
X Men First Class is a great movie, though. Not gonna be Bond and not gonna get an Oscar. Sorry. Anyways, (laughs) I will. I will put us on some sort of railroad. Uh, Okay. Speaking of villains, though, Bond villains going to villains. Freaking Kevin Bacon. I was like, that's the most random villain they could have gotten for this. I felt like. I mean, it it works well. It does. He's the monster behind the monster. It's just like if I'm in that room with all like the casting people, I'm like, who do I want to play the villain in X Men? Footloose. (laughs) Yes, like Kevin Bacon. Oh my God. Kevin Bacon would not be the first one to come to my mind. But I loved him in this. His outfits, the white suit he wore, the swag, the, he had, the swagger of Kevin Bacon. Holy oh, crap! Like, what the heck? I mean, that's why he's in it. Is the swagger? That... But also the Loki misogynistic this character has. As oh yeah, yeah. When he's you like, are the most beautiful and... thing I've ever seen. Also, this could need more ice. Yeah. It's like yeah. you asshole. <laughs> but the way he does it is so like. I'm glad you brought it up because I I was gonna forget it, but it was something that I wanted to mention. Well, yeah. someone we were watching the review, um, and he brought up a very interesting point where it's like, what if it's. Emma Frost, who's controlling Magneto no, until he no. gets, or controlling Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Shaw. Shaw. Like control because I was thinking the Magneto hat. Yeah. Yes. Um, controlling Shaw's before he decisions. Gets the Magneto hat. Because you see how she is with the other men when she's in her sexuality, and she's like, "This is pathetic." It's like, it, but there's nothing to say that he's not blocking her out of his brain. I'm just saying it was a very interesting thought alter- out there. The only reason I don't. I would discredit that theory because if she was controlling Shaw and then you put on the helmet and was free from her control, you would expect a drastic change of... Or, maybe not a drastic change of character, but yeah. some change of character. And since there's no additional characterization... Well, yeah. thing I could see. I could see that like, they have the same core values with this, but she's the one that puts the, hey, maybe we should just keep a missile crisis in his head and like just kind of nudges him in that route because I feel like uh, that was yeah. a little more... I think, I, it's, than his I think it's a fun fan theory. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yes. I don't no, necessarily no. believe it. I just thought it was very fast, and I was, like, intrigued. I don't think I buy into it. I'm glad that people think like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie, for me, falls into a category of movies that I love, which is kind of an alternate history with a sci-fi twist. Yeah. It, it gives yeah. it, like, almost a real like, stake feeling. It's like, this is how the world almost actually ended. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh, I was going to say, also, like, going back into the past, you you get uh, origin stories that you wouldn't expect. For example, we obviously know in the X-Men movies that Mystique and Magneto have a history there, got a bond or whatever. But then in X-Men First Class, they're like, hey, she actually grew up with Charles. They mm-hmm. have a bond that you never see in the other movies that's, like, intriguing. Also, um... So, well, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I was going to bring up another movie. Never mind. Um, um, but I love how Jennifer Lawrence plays our young man because she does look... The actress who plays Meg, who plays a uh, Mystique in the one, two, and three in the main canon. Uh, she has a, she a has crazy a very, name that I yes. cannot remember, but I'll look it up. Please do because um, I do. She looks a lot like her, honestly. It's it's uh, like European of some sort. Oh, Raven. Oh, no, no, that. Um, it's uh, Rebecca Romain. Yeah, Rebecca Romain. 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 Well, that's, that's the part that I got. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. But she like does look a lot like her, which I thought was really great casting mm-hmm. with going through it. And then also, this was right when Jennifer Lawrence really oh, peaked. Peak. Peak. Yeah. I, I will say, the makeup for the Raven part is like, it, you can tell it's a lot, and that she sat in makeup for such a long time. I want to say it was like it, around 11 hours she had Yeah, it, it was. It, which is really was, much is not blue a lot in this movie. Was it longer than Hellboy? With, I don't uh, know. Ron Perlman. I don't I'm really, think because so. Rob Perlman had it. I, I don't remember what the time was, but I remember like eleven hours is a really long time. I think that's higher, but it was a long enough time that I was like, "Holy crap, he did that for two movies!" 
I've been out after one. Yeah, I mean, they they absolutely changed up the costume for the second one, Days of Future It's Past, a little bit so more CGI'd. It was more CGI'd, and then the last one that she was like, I don't want to be here. And they're like, well, that's You have a contract. You're set yeah. with us. That's understand. Um, How do we think they're going to tie X-Men okay. into... Sorry, sorry. Mystique's scales were attached first, followed by three layers of blue paint airbrushed onto her naked body, and then another five layers of what the actress called a splattering effect was applied. Oh. According to Hannah, it would take six girls about seven hours to paint her full body. Absolutely destroys Hellboy's two hours to do. Well, it was only two hours? Well, that's because wow, Mystique like is naked through it. Oh, so she's... sorry. The most recent one. That's David oh, Harbour. David Harbour, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, Mystique's naked in this, so it's her full body is painted, whereas like with Hellboy, he's got clothes on, so you can cover up some Right, yeah, he doesn't have to do the total deal. Also, like, yeah, she's covered, but imagine, like, as an actress, like, technically you are naked, covered in blue paint, and you're just... Uh, I'm sure you got pasties underwear yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. but still, like, that's still a lot. Four hours. It's very airy. Okay, yeah, so it still blows down in the water, but... Yeah. Not by as much. Not by as much, no. No, yeah, but still, got looks. Um... Fun fact about this movie, it starts with the same scene that X-Men 2000-whatever right. started on. Yeah. And they did a very same... nice job lining that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... I, you know, I don't like to knock on child actors, but there was something really... Ro- like, something about yeah. the kid was a little... Like, it's he acted really well in, like, the facial expressions. Yeah. But, like, his emotions were very strange. Were, thing, I didn't fully mind that because he didn't know he had powers. It was more of just doing less of, like, actual control with it. So, for him, it's supposed to be very awkward because he really doesn't know he has these powers or what he's even doing with these powers. So, along that note, how do you feel about uh, Charles putting his fingers up against his temple I do every think time. that's cheesy. <laughs> he does it every time, where he's like, well, you want to see another trick? Get in the car. Extend, double standards. For those that, of you who can't actually see us right now, you take two fingers and put it on your temple, and you can control someone's mind. That's kind of a... That's kind of... Patrick Stewart did it, and it's also... He doesn't do it every time. No, he doesn't. But it's also a comic book nod. I know. It's just the way James It's a, it's a little bit every it. time. Yeah. He does it with some flourish. But... Yeah. Here's what... Here, okay. Alternate theory: mm-hmm. He's a young Xavier. He's still a hotshot. He enjoys showing off the that's, power. That's kind of what. Oh I, well, let's I was see. Thinking. We or see he's our like first. He's using that to concentrate more. Our first so. look at James McAvoy. He's what chugging a full beer in a bar, like oh with like God. long yeah. tube. What, what a beer yeah. bong or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Irmar Flask. And he's yeah. womanizing over Miss Annabelle from uh, Peaky Blinders. She's yes. their two colored eye girl in this, and he's just woman's like, oh, you have Ooh. a gene mutation. Very <laughs> attractive. If she wants to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, we made it to that episode. She's We're gonna demand. Chris, uh, me, I hate to break it to you. She's dating Chris Pine. I think. I think she's oh, good. Yeah, I, I don't think I. I don't think we can. No, that's, that's a tough sell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, just the the absolute balls we have here. Ten episodes. <laughs> Come on down, movie stars. <laughs> We're ready. Uh, but I would also say, and this is from the costuming side. The fact that they keep James McAvoy's Xavier in the three-piece suit that he does in the future, it does mm-hmm. show that he has that style. And they purposely kept him out of the dark colors and the mm-hmm. black, yes. which I think yep. is very Charles Xavier with all of this. Whereas with Michael Fassbender's um, take, they did they literally said, we took him off James Bond. Like, that was yeah. our inspiration through this. Because mm-hmm. when he goes to the... Um, the bank and he's interrogating the bank owner and like takes the metal tooth out yeah, the, the line he has when he walks out is so James oh doesn't God. even turn on his walks and goes if you tell anyone I'm coming I'll fuck I you and just, yeah. but just and has a smile never turns around nope and They're just walks out some great chili there, but what 
Argentina. 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 Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Where he's drinking the beer and just glancing back yeah. and forth, and they're nervously glancing. Like, you can tell the, they're sweating. They know, like, this is our last oh, so, beer. Well, no, yeah. My favorite is when they're like, oh, my family's from Joseph. Like, what's your family's name? My family didn't have, have a name. And then he just has his hand it on the table. It was taken by tailors and pig farmers. And stink, stink. slowly turns his hand over to show the tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's just so well done. Oh, you, you know what I think really made this movie really good compared to even some of the prior X-Men movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie had a ten month turnaround. They had ten months to get it. Yeah, unbelievably fast turnaround, yeah. and it was. Um, they really leaned on visual storytelling. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't. They treated the audience like it was smart. And they filmed it Which in I, like kind uh, of a sixties style, a little oh bit. God, yes. A lot of the tr- scenes did it remind you a little bit of like Nice Guys. A little bit, yeah. Yes, yeah, it did. Yeah, like the... Yeah, and had like, that retro vibe. And it brings vibe. out the misogynist, from a female point of view, like how the women were treated in the 60s. Like you look at Mora and the CIA. Oh, and yeah, how they she's definitely treated. lean into You see that. Emma Frost. You even see Mystique, they, how they're yeah. only valued for this stereotypical beauty that they had. Mm-hmm. I mean, Moira on, like, only I mean, gets in because she walks around her underwear yeah. to like go through. Emma Frost is only really valued because she, again, is usually in very little clothes. And then Mystique always has her normal face on for majority of it until yeah. you know i mean and the, the, la- yeah, the last the third of the movie misogyny <laughs> is definitely like on show with both xavier and uh magneto yeah. going like they have claim on these girls like this is my girl this and is my they literally uh, both raven. refer to raven as my raven yeah. even though mm-hmm. they have different views with it it's they both but it's very 60s with it and then my favorite, but also stick on the 60s thing, the original X-Men suits, the yeah. blue and yellow. Oh my God. Fuzz fantastic. Never going to get Hugh Jackman in the original suit. No. But may I say, I love his scene, his little cameo where they go and it's like, hi, I'm Charles X. Saber. Fuck off. All right. Yes. And just leave. And One, I was like, I'm so glad that Hugh Jackman agreed to come in and do huh. that cameo. Just do the fuck off. Yeah, I know it just, but it was so. He's the one F bomb they have for the PG thirteen. But can right you there. just imagine coming? Up, okay, he what a good you? use of it. Have, have you ever had a movie with a better use of their one fuck? Right? No, because it's usually uh, Samuel Jackson like, using it. Yeah, or it's a throwaway line. But can you imagine that conversation? He would need you to come in and do a cameo. Oh, I'm enough. All you have to do is drink beer and say fuck off. I'm done. In. Let's do it. But he's such a nice guy. Like I feel like that might not have even. He was like, really? That's all you want me to come in and do? <laughs> well, so Wolverine made him. Like, I put him really on the map for oh, musical shoot, theater yeah. to that. So I feel, And he loves Wolverine. It's very hard for him to ever... I don't think mm-hmm. he could ever see anyone play that role besides him. I can't see anyone playing that role besides him, honestly. Uh, I think... Yeah, that needs At to chill moment, for a couple of years. Yeah. Will will Disney let it? No. I think Disney will let Wolverine settle. Here's the thing. I, think that, I 100% see Wolverine coming back and doing a cameo in Deadpool just because he and Ryan Reynolds are so close and have such... I think thing. I would be really okay with that. Yes. Um, like a spoof. If if they don't do any more Deadpool movies, I'd be okay with them coming for the last one. I think. Yeah, like I think that the, would the be third the best one. They're doing a third Deadpool. I know. I'm saying, yeah. like, oh. if they decide, like, we're done after three. I want to see Ryan Reynolds I, waited ten years. He's not giving up on that movie franchise anytime soon. I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I think that would be a great payoff at the very end. I could watch twenty Deadpool movies. They, like Ryan Reynolds has a friggin' hotline to my funny bone. Uh, yeah, and for sure. comparing X Men to the Deadpool, you have. Beast and Mystique, who are normally blue well, characters. And it's in canon that the X Men Future Class are in yeah. that timeline. Yeah. But my point is, like, they both actors <laughs> really did imagine. not want to wear the makeup. No around. No, my point is, like, neither one really yeah. wanted to wear the makeup that their characters had, so they do the whole, like, oh, he doesn't take his shot till the end of the movie and we make him mm-hmm. blue, and Mystique, we keep her in the Jennifer Lawrence body. Well, Whereas honestly, Ryan how- Reynolds is over here, like, make me ugly and deformed majority of this movie. I am ready. I will. 
walk around like this all the time. How how much of that do you think was the actors didn't want to wear it, and how much of it do you think was okay? We've got ten months to turn this movie around, which means we uh, yeah. well, I mean, can't spend seven CGI hours. I think it's definitely both. The BCGI yeah. is rough. The B- when he does the walk-in... And he you, goes, it didn't work. I'm like, you're right, right. it did not. <laughs> Post did not work. However, you can see the difference. Because I would say in the first, in X-Men First Class, the Jennifer Lawrence, then eventually becoming more comfortable with her blue and her original form, that's more of the character storyline. Mm-hmm. When you look at the other X-Men, where she's supposed to be super comfortable with like who she is and like wanting to rock the Mystique look, but Jennifer Lawrence is like, I don't want to do this makeup. So they're like, we'll keep you in Jennifer Lawrence as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, mm. In reality, like, honestly, she probably wouldn't have been. Also, I forget Zoe Kravitz is in this movie every yeah. time. She, I mean, she's got a very, I feel, small role. She, yeah. she switches sides, oh, but it doesn't really do anything. Movie Darwin, yeah. what, what a loss! That dude, that also, dude had a dope power. Very few black actors. Yeah. Like we're gonna kill him off early. It's like, yeah, oh, that, I it's, to it definitely more. fit with the '60s theme mm-hmm. a little too much. They, apparently, they had a. a, a storyline or whatever like something to kind of touch on that but they felt it was just too much to handle in like nuclear well, red I do love the scene if we know anything about X-Men movies trying to fit too much in is how they shoot themselves in the foot yep I will say I do really yeah. love the montage of Magneto and Charles going to find all these mutants that montage Especially is good when they're in the stripper the scene training with montage. Zoe all time training montage too but when they're in the stripper scene with Zoe Kravitz, and it's like, you, you know, know it's going to be two, double yeah, for like, two. Yeah, like, how do we show you ours? And you show us your baby. That's not how it works. And they just, like, <laughs> bring it over. And she's like, okay, my turn. I was like, I just, like, can you drive us all the way to, where are they? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. is like, do you want me to take the airport? He's like, no, we thought you'd take us all the way. Five hours. Just flips it. Like, the way how they show their powers to each individual. I like the continuation, even though it's under different circumstances in the second, that they still have the continuation of that. Um... And by ha- in the second movie, having yeah. them go find uh, Quicksilver. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let me just say, I know that's not this movie, but I love Evan Peters' Quicksilver. Oh, but, oh he's, his scenes he's make those movies for sure, in my opinion. Okay. But also, I really if, love that we have Havoc, who is um, Alex Summers. Yes, but he is a Scott Sa- Summers. Scott uh, Summers' older brother, yes. which I, we have so much of Scott. I was going where is a mutant name psych. Cyclops. Cyclops. But um, we have so much of him that I really do find it very interesting that we have a good section of his older brother and his power and how similar the powers well, are. We see, we learn that uh, Alex Summers is killed off. Yeah, later yeah. on. Well, yeah. that happens in the second, second movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't, like they, I didn't like that, but yeah, it happened. Um, yeah, you know, but they never meet, well, actually they do, but never mind. That, that's getting into the comic books because... Uh, Alex comes back at some point, and he's ah. kind of a pseudo villain. Huh. Um, but uh, no, what I was going to ask is, do you think that we get the qu- qu- get Evan Peters Quicksilver in the MCU? No. Are they going to scrap this? Already cast? had Quicksilver in the MCU, right? But also, th- that's what I think is interesting. Do we get Quicksilver? who's like a version of Quicksilver where Scarlet Witch was never... Bo- you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with not Evan Peters, though, because he's going through some scandals right now, and I don't think they would cast him right now. Oof. Oh, what's happened to Evan's, Evan Peters? Oh, it was something... Is he getting... Me too. Let me find the... Hotline news. Coming in live. Keep talking. I will... Kate with the story. Stop. Yeah. I don't see them bringing him over just because there's already a Quicksilver. I think that that is the, like, I, I get that there could be 
the potential for like, oh, it's a alternate version or like if they like it's if the Flash had like you have different flashes, but you also have impulse. I can mm-hmm. see like if this was a DC, like you could have impulse, but you wouldn't have Quicksilver. The Flash. Yeah. Right. I'm not going into detail, but basically, Evan Peters thinks he said some things regarding the Black Lives Movement that was not very well received. That caused a lot of controversy. Uh, 50% and, um, of Hollywood has put their foot in their, their mouth over that. But we're not going to get political in this. Yeah, no. Um, um, the look, point we're going to steer clear of that. Which is why and probably not, Fantastic Beasts. join them. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is currently Dylan Lost because Ezra Miller's in a scandal, Johnny Depp's in a scandal, J.K. Rowling's in a Holy scandal. Fuck. Uh, so it's like, whoa, full circle. Um, but I will say, I do really love his elevator. I know it's not X-Men first class, but his elevator scene with Magneto where he's like, all time. I could do that trick. Yeah. And uh, also the scene where he's running and has like, oh, music playing. And he, it's just so yes. beautifully filmed. Oh, That's not they, that movie, so we're not yeah. going to get into it. Um, but, uh, but I love Banshee. How I do really you do. think they're going to incorporate into the MCU? Because when they Spider-Man home, uh, Far From Home came out, I really, the trailer... When Jake Gyllenhaal talks about uh, different universes, yes, I was like, um, "Oh, here it is. Yeah. This is I'm where so they're going to bring it." I like, just th- it'll be Deadpool a cameo at the end. And Spider Man, bullshit. I was like, "Fuck." That's yeah. how we do this. We bring Deadpool, who's already involved with the X Men, and Peter Parker, and we get. I want that so badly. I want that movie to exist. So, oh, I, want, so badly. I want young, Ryan innocent and, Tom Holland and, <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Absolutely, that'd be incredible. So badly, and he already has the X Men, and bring that in, and that's how you combine it. Sorry, I got yes. very excited by that. Uh, I'm, I'm just very, I just yeah. would love that. Yeah. Slaps, table hits. I said I have my nails on the table this time. Yes, and luckily we've got the table covered in a cloth this time, so it's probably more muted. No. But come on, listeners, can you blame me? Imagine that mashup right there. How can you not get excited? Uh, do you think it's going to be Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness? Doctor that Strange, is more. I think that's the most likely suspect. It's a more opening for but it to do. But I feel like Doctor Strange was more of a... Um, Let's throw him into the Marvel Universe because his movie did. I he's not a fan favorite. Well, I mean, he's just his important movie, storyline. I think his, his movie's his radically. Movie, he doesn't have to be a fan favorite to bring in another universe. It's true, but and that would be a better way, way to draw him, people into. The yeah, movie what better well. way to give him provenance? That's yeah. true. Than to give I mean, him a story. The, the big. Story the best way to give him provenance is to have it directed by Sam Raimi. Oh wait, it is directed by Sam Raimi, the guy that the Spider-Man apparently Tobey Maguire might show up. Bring it on. Bring it on. Fun fact there. Well. I think Multiverse of Madness, you bring in the X-Men, and I think you do a live-action... Well, actually, from what I've heard in like the tweet storm of everything going on, is that Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire might be involved in uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2. Yes, I have heard that as well. Yeah. Apparently they're doing another new art style as well. I think that probably has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's, a, it's a continuation of... I oh, think it's like for the acceleration the, of it? Yeah, I think it's for the live-action people to kind of like... Bring them in in a fluid way, right? Instead of just animating them, I think it's like I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I know yeah. nothing. I'm pure conjecture. I, you know, serious what? facts with Jake. Th- these are all facts, and he will die on this hill. Yep. <laughs> Got right. Uh, but going back, Matthew Vaughn directed X Men First Class, and I didn't realize some of the stuff he had directed, like Stardust in 2007 with Michelle Pfeiffer. Kickass from 2010. Oh yeah, Matthew, Kingsman. Yeah. Both Kingsmen. Yep, Matthew Vaughn. I, I kind of like became a big fan of him from Kingsman for sure. Yeah, um, and I thought that he was supposed to direct X Men Three and backed out. Yeah, because he didn't think he could do the time, and then he came on for first class, knowing that ten months he bring it on wouldn't be able to do the time probably. While his wife was having a baby, yeah, is insanity, and to make it this good is like what? 
Yeah. It's it's pretty impressive, honestly. Um, yeah. Big big fan of, of uh, Matthew Vaughn. Just oh, in general. Yeah. Did you did you just mention Kick Ass? Yeah, she, he, she brought. He yes. directed okay. Kick Ass. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just I've been scrolling through it, and so. Uh, but I feel like Stardust is so random compared to the other ones. It's just like. I'm looking forward to the King's Man. I am too. I'm kind of really digging the kind of get back to the basics, down and dirty grittiness. Well, it's a, apparently nothing like either of the other two movies. Yeah. Uh, he I, I was interviewed it's... on Lights, Lights Camera Barstool recently. Well, yeah. As long as we have the same kind of fight scenes. He might not have been interviewed, but okay. they've talked about an interview that they've had with him, I think. Once again, bring on the fight scenes, like that kind of style of fighting, I'm down. He, he is, yeah, he's got just a really good eye for, like, those fight scenes, the stylization mm-hmm. and that stuff. He brings in good uh, directs of photography or whatever it is, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, fun fact, yeah, there's like four or five directs of photography for X-Men First Class, even though only one is credited. Really? Yeah. I wow. think that's a probably more standard thing. It's probably whoever made it to the end. Yeah, well, that and probably those guys might have worked under the yeah. guy who was credited. Yeah. I don't know, but they credit, like, Donut Gitter 12 who knows? on some of these credits. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm going to back to X-Men first class because I do want to talk about one thing what? that I do love. What do you and love? And that is the obvious love in a very gay way between Magneto and Charles Xavier that goes on. There is definitely the tension, wow. and you cannot tell me otherwise. There, there is definitely a little... It's The way he holds him on the beach once he paralyzes him and looks into his eyes. It's either... That might just be the way you hold a guy when you paralyze your best friend. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of those, like, you can see... I, I know some fans have that theory of, like, oh, it's, it's there's some underlying tension there. There's, but there's it's also, like, tension. they're just really good friends. Like, they yeah. just have this deep relationship. Whether it goes know. that deep or the fact purely that, uh, platonic. Charles is the only one that Magneto openly lets inside his brain and then brings up the happy memory and they're both crying together. Until he puts a helmet on. Well, yes, but he I, I don't buy memory. into this. That's because Charles I is only, in love with someone else. I only buy into it slightly yeah. just because it's like they are better together. They work best together. Yes. You see it when they're well, on the, the plane picking the sub up. But I think they work better together like the game Army of Two, not like Brokeback Mountain. No, yes. And... But this was the 60s, man. <laughs> but I, like, I don't know, because you have Charles prol- in the comics prolifically gets around. Yes. Like, <laughs> not a good person, really. He, he yeah. sleeps with the emperor of, a, uh, like, an alien empire at yeah. one point. He has a kid Wait, named Legion. Huh? Emperor? Empress. Empress. Oh, you said emperor, and I was like, what? I mean, it kind of works oh, yeah, in that's, ways. Yeah. Uh, I did. That was a slip up. But um, I'm just saying, I mean, like, his only homo love paralyzes him. That's going to ruin it for you. I mean, like, it's going to put a damper on I mean, you also have girls getting below the belt. Well, that's Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, can't he use his mind to build up? Yeah, I, I mean, that's all explained away later as well. You just take a serum, and it yeah, fixes okay. paralysis. Uh, yeah, I wanted to actually bring that up. <laughs> I hate that so much. It's not, it dulls mutant powers. It doesn't yeah. dull... <laughs> It, physical it injuries make, it would make more sense if they were just like he's using literally all of his power to walk yes. he's controlling his legs with his yeah, brain by he's forcing them to work what a but good no, wrinkle no. If that, is a serum. that would work better yeah, he's, as opposed to like oh you're taking the serum but That's he made, he made a good drug addiction oh, for wrinkle sure. also I'm if ha- they I'm have a serum that, to but. dull powers don't they basically have the cure in the 60s that they worked so hard to get in X-Men 3 they don't want it in X-Men 3 fun fact what? They don't want it to next. No, no, not that they want it. They bring it about. Like, it's taken them that many... It's just oh, my point yeah, is, like, yeah. they technically have had the serum for 
freaking ever. Well, Hank is a proponent of mutant rights. Took um, a while to get there, though. Uh, as late as, or as early as the second movie, so 80s. Well, I mean, uh, he's still taking the serum in the second movie. Yeah, but that's more just so that he can get through everyday life. Because mutant. But the point yeah. is, by the time he like, he's not a congressman, but he's some. You know, he's like a lobbyist. He's or like something. a representative yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the comics and in the later movie, or I guess the earlier movies taking place. Yes, the Kelsey Grammer uh, beast. Yeah, and I could see why, and I could see somebody as smart as Hank who graduated from Harvard at fifteen. We learned in this movie who also. Screw the guy who actually invented the black bird, engineer that made the blackbird. Hank did that himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how many of these comic booky movies does the real scientist or engineer get piped because they wanted to say that Even the hero came in up the with movies, it? they ruined the comic book. <laughs> but then we do have Hank in this movie, who literally stars in How to Lose a Girl in 50 Days. Oh, God. How to Lose guy, a Girl in one sentence. He's doing really great oh with Jennifer Lawrence. God. She's feeling it. They're making out. They're going great. Then he's like, no one will ever accept you for your blue skin. You're only beautiful. My blue skin and your like, blue skin, no one will ever accept us. It's like, wow, you really, you really messed you that done up. You goof skin. Bigfoot, put it right in your mouth, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, I mean, in ten sec, ten seconds later, she's in Magneto's bed. Yep. Like, so I'm not sure she like, was terribly invested. The best meme. Yeah. Oh one my god! Great yeah. memes. That is one of the great memes came out of this movie. Yeah. And let's talk about a character I the real, that go back. Yeah. Nothing in this movie. Little Riptide over here with his little tornadoes. Who was in there for like what? What yeah. was his point in this movie? I don't know. Just to make some tornadoes in his hand and be like, ta da. Yeah, he was pretty much there just to be a goonie, too. I yeah. would have loved more of Azazel, though, because Azazel and Raven have a kid, and that's you Nightcrawler. Get, you get a goon. I don't know if that's correct. That is it's correct. At in least comics. not in... Might be in the comics, it's at least mis- not yeah, in the movie. It's mistaken not in the, movies, in the comics, and, it's true, though. Okay. Um, you get a good allusion to it at one point, because when Mystique is investigating um, Trask's office... She pauses and like puts her hand over the face of uh, Azazel's file when she finds out he's deceased. Yeah. Uh, well, that was more because she sees um, all of them. She sees Angel. She sees Banshee. But she, that's the only file she really stops on. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I haven't seen that in like a year. Um, but can I talk about Peter Dinklage as the bad guy in that movie? Because we love that. Nope, because it's a different movie. We should talk about that one when we do that movie. Um, ah. <laughs> no, we should do that when we talk about that movie. <laughs> The riffing is the best part. I know, but we gotta have some content for other move, other videos. When we go to that movie, we'll reference this movie just oh, as God. much. Although I will say, I didn't think Moira was very like important in this movie. She kind of bothered me. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, she, the Moira like tilt like, has always been her. kind of interesting. <laughs> it's own. You needed her in this movie because of plot reasons. And they again, they had more stuff for her. That it just got left on the cutting right. room floor. But then. You return to her in the next couple movie, or in the next movie at least, Apocalypse. Uh, what came next, actually? Was it Apocalypse or Days of Future Past? Uh, I think Days of Future Past and then Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget that. Um, yeah, but you reference back to her like it was this thing that was really set in stone. and like it, It's almost like they make it a way bigger thing than it actually was in this movie. And yeah. like their relationship... Charles and her's relationship is way too far along for what actually happened by the end of this movie. I would agree. Yeah, like that he had to physically wipe him from her memory. Like that was an escalation. Yeah. 
that was yeah that was that was something yeah it was a it was just a weird thing because then they immediately brought her back into his life yeah it wasn't like i we're friends <laughs> Which would have been easier. It, it had like a. And I must say, like, I really hate the scene where she is like with all the CIA people, and they're asking her like, "What happened?" She doesn't remember. She's like, "I remember there was love," and then everyone laughs at her. It's like it just makes her look. Right. It gives her less agency. And yeah, and I'm like, you just kind of ruined it for her, man. She did a great job with her job, and then you're just like. Uh, I think it had something to do with the fact that like Matthew Vaughn wasn't going to be doing the sequel. I mean, he was. He probably wanted to, but the studio might have been like, "Oh no, we don't need her." And later on, they're like, "Oh no, we do." We'll bring her back. I, I don't well, think they weren't it was... expecting to do it on I feel like. I think they were like, well, I'll just do an origin call today. And they're like, oh, I we'll mean, bring back others. Especially how the other movies had gone around that time. Not very well. X-Men 3 and then Wolverine. Origins Wolverine. Well, Neither of those like, were good movies. Days of Future Past had a lot going on. You bring back, like, Oh, no. X-Men the... Origins was a good movie. It was a bad movie as far as tying into the comics. I objectively think Deadpool's that's a good movie. bad, and that movie's th- therefore bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you think past. Deadpool's bad? In that movie, yes. Oh, yes, in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But Wolverine's a phenomenal movie. But, um. That, Wade Wilson's pretty decent in that movie. Deadpool is bad in that movie. Wade Wil- yeah, because that's Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds. I know, yeah. Was that the first time we got Ryan Reynolds, yes. like, yes. at a point where he was. This is the only reason why he decided to do the movie. Um, oh, wait, no, what was the, your question? Yeah, yeah. Y'all jumped ahead, way ahead of that yeah. question. Yeah. Is that the first time we see Ryan Reynolds just straight up act like Ryan Reynolds? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, he definitely has a sharp wit in some yeah. of his movies, but, like, in the Deadpool movies, yeah. it is Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds wants to be Ryan Reynolds in his movies. Yeah. He doesn't want to. I would say, like, in the proposal, you see bits and pieces of him come out, but it's not fully him. I mean, I was going to reference Van Wilder's uh, maybe, but I don't know. Van Wilder's probably. That jumped to my mind, too. Do you know that that's based on Burt Crusher? No. The stand-up comic? No. Yeah, that's based on Burt Crusher's, like, eight years at Florida State. <laughs> wow. Which I need to go back and rewatch since I've heard that. Because I know Burt Crusher's... Co- I saw Burt yeah. Crusher live in, uh, back when I was living in Toronto. I think I drove to, like, Winston-Salem huh. or something. But, uh... That Origins movie just ruined so many future careers. Because you have Gambit, who's supposed to get his own movie after this. Ha. And they're like, ha-ha, no. And then Deadpool's supposed to get his movie Never super knew. close after... Yeah, come on, freaking no! Get like um, supposed to get Deadpool right after this movie. And they're like, let's put it on the burner for ten years. For 10 they were years. never gonna let that go. They were never gonna release Deadpool until someone leaked, leaked it. it. Someone leaked it, quote Ryan unquote. Reynolds. Ryan it was Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Honestly, um, I believe it was Blake Lively who leaked it for Ryan Reynolds, so Ryan Reynolds can be tied back to it. Well, maybe. I mean, that doesn't shock me either. Even Gambit, like Chan Tatum was gonna let, do let's it. Let's take that a step further. It was actually Scarlett Johansson leaking it for Blake Lively. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, no nice. chill. Yikes. Oh man, we're never gonna get them to come on the show. No, we were never gonna just get anyone bur- to come on the show. Just burned that trifecta. Well, technically, oh, well, a former guest we had on the show, uh, Ben, his aunt is neighbors with like Lively and Ryan Reynolds in New York. So you know, maybe we can, we can put in a call. Cut the check. <laughs> Leave a creepy anonymous letter in the mailbox. Hey. Oh, God. Hey. hey. Ugh. Just, no. Oh. Anyways. If on. anybody knows the meme, tweet us, all 12 of you that listen. I'm trying to figure out what that movie is that's in the meme, that the meme's made out of, where the guy is uh, wearing, like, Rambo, a Rambo outfit, 
and he sees a Viking with a minigun. I told you what it was. Oh, wait. Did you know what it was? I, I replied in that group message. Yes. Guess who didn't it's, read it because it was working still. It's Kung Fury. Oh, never mind. We have our answer. The whole movie's on YouTube, which I also linked <laughs> oh, in that yes, group no, message. Oh, yes. Never mind. I do remember this. I was mainlining <laughs> coffee and trying to get a report done by five at that point. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> so you 12 listeners, you don't have to worry anymore. Kung Fury is the movie, which is still not expert. <laughs> <laughs> I will railroad this discussion, damn it. <laughs> you are not the DM here. Fine. <laughs> No, I mean, you have so many great actors in this, and I, I want to do a quick run through because we've talked about McVoy, Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Kevin Bacon, Rose uh, Byrne. What? Rose Byrne is Rose Byrne. Uh, let's um, see. Oh, Oliver Platt. He's yep. been a bunch of stuff. Oliver, they. That's what we should talk about. This last thing is how many like big actors have like three lines that just cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael Ironsides. Yep. Um, uh, Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Holy crap. I love Ray Wise. I know, right? Did you guys ever watch the TV show on CW, The Re- uh, Reaper? Yes. What oh, a damn Twin Peaks? disappointment that that got sh- cut yeah. short. Yeah. Right, so, have you ever seen it? No. I will lend, I've got the first season on DVD. It's very Ray down. Wise plays the devil. Oh, so down. Yeah. So down. And the guy from Tucker Dale vs. Evil uh, plays the protagonist's best friend. And he is pretty much his character from I Tucker and Dover's I'm here for it. It's amazing. Uh, it, one of the very first episode, the very first episode, actually, um, the main character find, is trying to confide in his friend. They're in a bar bathroom. He's like, dude, I think, I think I'm at the devil. And Sock is the character's name. He looks over at him and he goes, how drunk are you? He's like, I'm completely sober. And Sock looks in the mirror and he goes, how drunk am I? <laughs> And that is the tone of the entire TV show. I'm here for it. It's amazing. Let's see, we have Annabelle Wallace. Well, Wallace? You know what I mean? Lovely girl from uh, Peaky Blinders, as well mm-hmm. as the movie on Tom Cruise. We have Sasha Petirsi, who's from uh, Pretty Little Liars. She played Allison through all those. Uh, Dawn Creech, who uh, was in Ned's School Survival Guide. Wait, Ned's who did you play in that? Mr. Sweeney. Oh, crap. Mr. Sweeney's in this? Yeah. He, um... Oh, shit. And he also voices the snake old merchant, Nigel West Dickens, in the 2010 video game Red Dead Redemption. Oh, neat. Uh, Brennan Fears in this. He is known for, like, Bones, among other things. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Corey Johnson from The Bold Automatum, Kick-Ass, uh, Captain Phillips. And these are all just random people who just had, like, a couple lines in this. For example... Oh, example. That's fine. Um... <laughs> That's okay. Words are hard. For example, uh, Ray Wise's character doesn't have a name. He's just the Secretary of State. and has, like, two lines. Oh, Tony Curran is Man in Black Suit, and you yeah. guys may know him from Doctor Who, who played Wait. Leonardo DiCaprio. Or played, um... um oh, uh, never mind. D- oh, Van Gogh. Van, Van Gogh, Gogh, yeah. I was like, I can't remember. I'm sorry, I was like, the Van Gogh. No, no, no. So, Glenn Morshauer, the uh, corrupt general, is also in Transformers... Uh, Dark of the Moon, oh. and for a split second, I misread the, uh... Also, his name is Glenn Marshower. Was he actually in the military? Because he plays General Marshower in Dark of the Moon, which was a Michael Bay movie, and he likes actually using real people in the military, so I'm curious if he has uh, an actual military history. It does um, not appear that he does, based on his very brief had no less than 53... Holy crap! 
This actor has had 53 different law enforcement and military personnel uh, roles. Wow. (laughs) I think he's been typecast. Yes. Trademark. Uh, Very thing in in IMDb. Usually plays military commanders or law enforcement officers. He's got the look. Uh, And we also have uh, Jason Beggy, B-E-G. H.E. He's character's XO, but he is the police officer in the film Thelma and Louise. He's also Demi Moore's love interest in G.I. Jane. We're really stretching for names that people are going to recognize. Well, no, he's been he's one of the leads <laughs> in Thelma and Louise. Great movie. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I actually have not seen that one. It is one. It's a phenomenal movie. Um. Anyways, yeah. There's a bunch of big people. Yes. It star-studded cast. They really flex their budget. It was a. And for the betterment of the movie, apparently everyone that Matthew Vaughn came up and says, "Hey, well, I would love to have you as a cameo," they were like, "Yes." Sure. Every one of them said yes. I love it. Yeah. Also, the guy, uh, the head of the CIA, yeah, uh, who Oliver Platt, who Man in Black Suit is his title. Yep. Even though he has like a substantial number of speaking lines. Yep. Uh, when Azazel drops him out of the sky. It, oh. It shot. I've seen this movie twelve times. It shocked me this time for some reason. I was like, "Oh shit! I forgot he wasn't later in the movie." <laughs> it really sucks because he was like the only cool one that was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll help you out." But I think that, that, that plays into off. it though, with like mutants not having anybody on their side for a long time. Mm-hmm. You got to get rid of anybody who was on their team. Yeah. Um, but that pretty much. That, I think that covers everything I wanted to hit on this one. All right. Yeah. Well, um, Are we uh, yes? gonna gonna rate it? Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think this for me is like an eighty-five. Yeah. Eighty-five. What are you? Um, I'll give it uh, eighty-six Cuban missiles heading for the beach yeah, that get you thrown back to it, out of a hundred. Bank that from me, because <laughs> that is exactly where I was heading next. Um, I will give it an eighty-two. Dead Nazis killed in Argentine bar. It's a lot more than the ones that were killed in the bar, but I like it. <laughs> 85-Nazi-scalps. Um, We're not very good at doing that. But is there anything that's got ESEO date right now? No, because nothing's (laughs) coming out. out. Sonic. Sonic is... I swear, no. Yes. No. Yes. All right. Only for Jim Carrey. We're renting it. Only for Jim Carrey. What was your your score? 85. 85. But I think... What's my score? 86. 86. Mine was 82. Uh, Sonic, Chef... uh, Is Madeline coming back next week? Three weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. So well, our, our former guest speaker, she is turning 26 soon, so she's getting all those doctor's appointments out of the way. Mm-hmm. Those so of you around our age screen, who know? We will be picking up the particular movie that we were meant to do this week in three weeks, I guess. Guess we got to watch it again. Um, what was but that also means let's yeah. put off Chef, because I want to wait until she's back in town for... Yeah, I'm done. Uh, so one thing we did for... We're going to start doing for some of our movies, just for our own entertainment, since we watch them together, is cooking a movie-specific dish that hopefully Babish has come up with. And I must say, yes. Gibby allowed us to use his fondue pot for the last movie we watched, and it was Chef's Kiss Phenomenal. It was a fun night. I lost many a shrimp in the pot. 
<laughs> you truly needed the, the shrimp rescue. wouldn't stay, and I couldn't find it when I went back in. The meat was fine. Mm -hmm. The level of rescue spoon required for that venture was yeah. low. You know, uh, some got the touch, and then some apparently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, the meat stayed on. It was only the shrimp. The shrimp didn't stay on like I had hoped. Scramps. 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 All right, so we're talking a lot about nothing right now, so yeah. we're going to nag club out. And also, we've got a, a wine and cheese venue to yes. go hang out with. So join us next week. Um, we don't know what movie it is because I was banking on it being the movie we watched earlier this week. Wait, yep. let's throw out a movie out there. Let's just throw out a random uh, movie. We're watching. We're watching. Sucker Punch. Boom. Damn it, I kind of want to suggest that. No, we're going to I was kind of going to seriously suggest that later because I wanted to start doing the decline of Zack Snyder. Yeah. I mean, we, we, can, we can push that off till whenever Snyder Cut's going to come out. We Holy can do a lead shit. up to that. Do we do... Okay. When that comes out, do we do a review of the original, or like the ultimate cut, and then do a, a Snyder Cut? Yeah, Review, absolutely. like back to back? Yes. Done. Easily. Okay. Um, the rise and the fall. If anybody, you know, first tweet that for a movie is probably going to be the movie that we do, because there are like 12 of you out there. Yep. Um, uh, obviously, though, we're going to watch Pan's Labyrinth. We can review that another time, but Ooh, for now. I'm about Pan's Labyrinth. Are you looking at the list that we have? No, I just looked up a random list of movies. <laughs> Um, but we're going to dad clap out. Yeah. Uh, you'll get something mysterious next week. There will be blood. That's a great movie. There will also be blood next week. Dad clap out. Bye.